go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best custody first care in Air County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the last time this season, Clay, for the show and purposes, I am your host, Will Rich, and I am joined again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay? I mean, it's the last one for the season. How are you feeling? Feeling good. They always go by so fast. Yeah. Well, always, as in both of them. Uh, both. Yeah. Both years we've done this. I. It's just crazy to me, especially after last week, Clay. I just expected last week's podcast to kind of be a dud because it was just us. But I think people kind of. I don't think we could do that all the time because. I don't know that we're that interesting, but it was a lot of fun anyway. It was, yeah. People, I think, actually really enjoyed it. We had a blast. I, oh, yeah. It was very goofy. and that's We've got some ideas to do similar things in the future. We can't do it all the time just because that would get old, I think, to us and to other people as well. Because it's a lot of work, especially on Seth. Seth was was the uh, front man for a lot of that. He did Seth did a like lot every of single yeah about like every single question we Something had. fell through. Seth had to do a lot of work really quickly and made that one work seamlessly. You know, the response we've got from it, I think a, a ton of people really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so since this is the last one, I do want to get some things out there I want to get out ahead before we get into any more reads or any of our silliness before we get to talking about the 20th District Tournament. We had to push this one out a little early. I know we usually go on Mondays, but we had to push this one out a little early because for the first time in, Clay, I don't know, ever, the district starts on a Friday. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it is what it is. And, yeah, the district is on a Friday. Yeah, it's usually on that Monday, and that's what we were expecting. So we have to push this one out a little bit early just so that we can get that done. But this is the last episode of the season, like I've said probably 700 times already in this show, and I'll say it a couple more times. So what you need to be looking for as the listener, we do have the alumni game, and we will have a special episode. We'll have a couple. Hopefully we have a couple. If baseball or softball advances to the region, then we'll have a special episode for that. But then we'll also have a special where Clay and I draft the teams. Look for that in around June, sometime in June. We'll get that together and we'll get a draft going. We'll have a lot of fun with that. So that'll be a special episode to come out in June. We may do something in July. Clay, we may just have an episode at your bachelor party. I don't know. Be good. Yeah, we'd have a lot of fun. The first segment is brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey's been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. Speaking of Downey's, I could not see the other night, Clay, because the electricity went out at my house. I sat down to watch a movie, put the kids to bed, sat down to watch a movie. The electricity went out at my house at like 8.45 and stayed out until probably 11.30. So we had no electric at our house whatsoever for close to three hours. It went out again tonight. I don't really know why it wasn't raining or storming or anything when it went out earlier. But I want to know, Clay, just in case this happened, because it could happen to you in the next few minutes. What's your plan if you have to go without electricity for, let's say, three to five hours? What's your plan? Oh, three to five hours, sleep. Yeah. You're just going to sleep. Can, Why not? can you just do that? 
Because I'll be honest, at, in the middle of the night, I did that. Like about 10 o'clock, I just finally went to sleep. So you're just going to close your eyes and go to sleep. Yeah, and, you know, my first option would try to be phone. But, of course, your phone dies. Yeah. So my result then would be I go to my vehicle and charge it in my vehicle. Okay, so what if what if there's a tor- like there's tornadic activity? Is that how you say that? Tornadic? If there know. is twisters activity, then I am getting in the basement and uh, just laying down and just, I don't know, thinking about life, I guess. Now let's throw something else in there. Say you've got kids. Kids uh-huh. are scared, but they can't sleep because there's thunder. But they're also scared of the dark. What are you going to do? Oh, now that's a good question. Okay. I've got kids. They're scared of the dark. I have a couple candles. You light some candles. Are they scented? Yes, they are. What do they smell like, Clay? Because I don't want you to have conflicting smells. I've got vanilla. Let me see what my other candle. You've got them there handy? Are you just oh. sitting there waiting for the electric to go out? we got vanilla, and I've got some kind of, I would be honest with this one doesn't say what flavor. But uh, I like the thought of candles. I never actually do them, but I do love the premise of them. So you have candles. You don't burn candles. You're just waiting for the electricity to go out so you can burn your candles. I am. I, I like bath and body work. <laughs> you love bath and body works, huh? All right. So Clay's next birthday. Well, Clay, your birthday is in June, right? In about two weeks. Yeah. So in two weeks, everybody that knows Clay, get him some, get him a Bath and Body Works gift card or a thinned candle. I'd rather not because, nope. you know, all the Tribe 44 listeners send Clay a Bath and Body Works gift card and or a scented candle. Maybe send them both together. So you're going to light a candle. That's going to be your light source. Do you have any flashlights in the house? I do. I have one or two. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm ready to go. Okay. All right. Well, I'm proud of you because I didn't have flashlights. My my son is obsessed with flashlights. He likes to – I blame his grandpa. I blame Gerald Hadley for his obsession with flashlights. So any flashlight we have in the house is somewhere he's got a cache of them somewhere stowed away. And the electric went out. I could not find any. So I had to go find a, because candles bother me, Clay. Samantha loves candles. But I needed to go find, because I was going to sit in the living room, I needed to go find one that was kind of neutral. So we had a little banana nut bread hanging out in the living room for a little bit. And then I did what you said your plan was to, and I just fell asleep. Yeah, so, I, hopefully I won't ever have to like, you know, do too much with this plan, but I do have a plan in case it does happen. I want to take you camping, Clay. Oh, uh, that's something that, you know, poof. Could you camp? Could you, how how many nights could you camp like oh. with no electricity? I mean, I feel like I could, I could do it for like a week or something, but a uh, week. Just because like mission trips to Jamaica. I had no phone, like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the phone's really not the issue. I guess no. it's the, like, the stranded part of it, I guess. Because if you could just drive to the store and get whatever you wanted to, I guess that'd be one thing. If you had to fish for your own food, how long oh, would you do? Six hours, like Michael Scott. <laughs> not a big fisherman, huh? Have you been no. fishing more than once? Have you only uh, got that? I, I've went with, I think, maybe a family member or something like that, but, uh, Last time I went fishing and Seth hadn't asked me back since, I lost the fishing pole in the water. Yeah, that was me in golf. I broke Seth's club and threw another one on accident. Lost <laughs> it out of my hands. So that's why Seth doesn't hang out with us anymore. 
Okay, so I'm glad that you would survive that. And hopefully the Indians and the Lady Indians can survive the 20th District Tournament. Hopefully they've got a better plan of action than Clay's camping plan to last six hours with no food moving forward. So let's go ahead and introduce our first guest tonight. We're going to have a couple looking forward to this 20th District Tournament. Clay here to preview the 20th District Tournament. We've got Adair County High School softball coach, Keith Brown. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Will? Doing very well. Doing very well. Just kind of take us through the season. I know we've had a lot of ups and downs. Started off really hot, then cooled off. Just kind of take us through what's going on in the Lady Indian season thus far. Well, uh, like you said, we started off hot. We were eight and two. And then we we went on our trip to Tennessee, and then we come back and we uh, we didn't do real good in our district play. We we dropped all six of those, but. You know, I've seen improvement all year long. Pitching has been good. Hallie went down, so that put all the pressure on Ellie. And Ellie has stepped up and done real good. We've got a couple games. Uh, we talk, I talked to the girls the other night, and I told them that we can go on this big winning streak. And our goal was 20 wins. And if we win district, uh, we, can, we can reach that goal and also win district. Coach Brown talking about the season two. You had a fast start, and then lately not as good. Talk about some of your seniors and the impact they've had on this year. Well, all four seniors, just I've enjoyed coaching with them this year. They've showed good leadership. I mean, when the team is down, they're there getting these underclassmen, you know, trying to pick them up, trying to, you know, trying to coach them. They help coach too, so they've come up with some big hits at the right time. They've really stepped up this year and really going to miss them, and I'm going to miss their leadership next year. What's your favorite moment of the year so far, Coach Brown? Favorite moment uh, would probably be our bus trip when we were going to the Cal Ripken experience down in Tennessee. It took us an hour to get to the ball field, and the girls, they just had fun. And that's when they had the car show and stuff going by and everything. Everybody's blowing horns and stuff. So that was per- that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. The girls had fun. Coach Brown, talk about Marion County, who we played first round district. Like last game, we lost four nothing. You know, yeah. you see a lot of times one seed, four seeds. You think of lopsided games, but that wasn't yeah. the case at all. So that has to give you some confidence going into that first round matchup. Oh yeah, with us. Uh, last year, I mean, they really, they really beat us pretty bad last year. But uh, this year, they beat us nine to nothing at home, and then we went over there and they just beat us four to nothing. So, I mean, I have uh, confidence that we can play with them. We just didn't hit the ball. I think if we hit the ball and put the ball in play, I really think we can beat them. Our girls, they they're starting to get confidence, and and when they start hitting, they can put up a lot of runs. So. Uh, I really like her matchup with Marion County, the four and one seed. Coach, where is District at this year? It's at Camelsville. Do you, do we know what day or anything we'll be playing yet? Uh, yeah, we play the twenty third of May, and we play the second game. We were scheduled to play the first game, but we switched it. So Taylor and Camelsville plays the first game, and then we play the night game with I think it's at seven, maybe. Coach, over the course of the season, what has been the biggest surprise, maybe something that you thought might be a weakness of ours that actually turned out to be a strength? 
Well, I'd say our, our defense. I thought I thought we would struggle there for a little bit, which our defense has. I mean, through the last games and stuff, we've struggled a little bit with it. But with when we first started off, we were making good plays, and and Ellie and Hallie, they were just giving up one or two runs. I know Hallie's ERA was zero there for a full month, month and a half. So defense, I, I was surprised about our defense this year. And, you know, we've mentioned it already, and you talked about it a little bit. We've cooled off here lately. But even if the season, and you don't want the season to end with where it currently stands, but even if at this point we've got, we're 14 and 13 at this point. Now, this won't air for another couple weeks. So we'll be, we'll have a different record than that by the time this airs. But at this point, even with, we've still got a few games left in the district tournament, we've got more wins than we've had since 2000 and. 13. So that's nine years of softball, and this is the best record we've had in those nine years. So you can take that and move forward because we've still got a relatively young team even after the seniors move on. Is that correct? Right, right. And our pitchers are just sophomores. And then Jade's coming in there strong. She pitched senior night against Somerset Christian, and she pitched a complete game. I'm not sure. I think she did not give up a hit or nothing. So I mean, you got those three, and they're young. So, I, I mean, the future, the next two years are going to be – their county softball is going to be really strong. And, you know, and hitting-wise, I've got good hitting, young, good hitters coming up too. So, yeah, it, the future is bright, and I'm excited. You know, talking about district time, you always worry about, you know, players' nerves. Uh-huh. What What is it, you know, something people don't even think about a lot of times, that's a nervous time for a coach too, you know, because season, you can kind of – you want to win every game, but if you lose, you just go to the next one. District tournament time, you lose, season's over. Talk about the emotions and everything as a coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, well, every uh, – just to be honest with you, every time I get on the field, I get really nervous. So, yeah, district tournament time, I'm just afraid that, you know, I, I may, you know, still try to put a still – still on and them get thrown out and that could be difference in the game but uh yeah it's just a lot of nerves and stuff but you know i I trust my girls and i i believe in them and they believe in me and and i think we'll do good i'm nervous but i'm also excited i i want to see i want to win so bad and win for this program and those girls so uh, i i think things will work out I agree with you. I think it's it's very possible that we could sneak up on them as the four seed, and you know, after the improvement that you and Clay had already talked about, I think it could be it could be very exciting to watch. And I hope people can make it out to Campbellsville to go see you all. Yeah, me too. I, I hope everybody comes out and and cheer these girls on because they've worked really hard this summer and the uh, voluntary practice and stuff that we have. They put a lot of work in this year, so. You know, the fans come out and support them. It'll just boost the girls. And like you said, anything can happen when it comes to district play. And, and I'm excited. I, I believe we'll be I believe we'll be in the game. And I believe, uh, you know, I, I feel like we'll upset them. That's the attitude that you got to have moving forward. And I appreciate it. Coach, I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see what happens in that district tournament. And I believe you. I'm with you. I think this group has the talent and capability to to pull off what I guess you would call an upset. We've played closer to them. And, you know, when we're at our best, I don't know that it's that big of an upset, honestly, moving forward. Right. Marion's a good team. Marion's a really good team. Yeah. 
Yeah. At this point, 14 wins under our belt. Hopefully, by the time this airs, it'll be a winning season up to that point. Should have a lot of confidence moving in, and I like that you're exuding confidence in the girls. Because, you know, I've been in your shoes, and they answer the bell. I mean, when you when, oh, yeah. when, it, when it's time, they, they'll answer the they'll answer the call. They're, they're good kids. I've coached a, a couple that's on your team. I'm proud of them. They're the seniors this year, so I'm, I'm taking yeah. the death with them as well. So, yeah. Well, Coach, good luck in the district. Hope to be talking to you here in a, again in a in a couple of weeks or so after a big district tournament win. That will be nice. We're going to go for it. We want to win it. So we're we're going in there confident, and I believe the girls are ready. I really think we can do it. Good luck, Coach Brown. Yep, good luck. Hey, thank you, Clay. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Clay, I always love to hear from Coach Brown. He's very confident. He wants us to – Exude that confidence moving forward, and I always like that in a coach. You've got to believe in your people if you want them to succeed, and he definitely does that. Oh, 100%. And, you know, really going to be rooting for Derek Kane versus Marion, and uh, I really hope we can pull off the upset. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, Marion's kind of got our number in that district tournament. I know, gosh, just seemed like we played Marion. Well, we did play Marion every year when I was the coach because we were always the four seed and they were always the one seed. But you know what? I'm not bitter about it, and Seth doesn't like to bring that up to me all the time. But anyway, <laughs> moving forward, talked about softball, so let's get a little bit of the baseball going in. So, Clay, go ahead and introduce our next guest. We're lucky to have Coach Ryan McQuarrie. Coach, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. Good. Coach, tell us about the season. You know, one thing, sadly, that's been part of this season that more than most baseball seasons I can remember is you've had some key injuries. But tell us about the season so far. Well, at the moment, we're sitting 16 and 12. I think we have five games remaining in a regular season, and then um, then we'll get into the district tournament. But um, we, uh, we're we scheduled to play Casey tomorrow. We did get a makeup with Metcalf on Friday. We picked up a game with Wayne Saturday along with Cumberland, and then the following Tuesday we play Hart to wrap up our regular season. Like I said, 16 and 12. We've lost some games that we uh, we had a chance to win. Just just looking back, you know, we had two games in Florida against Anderson County, and then um, Navarre out of Florida. I think one was um, 10-8, and then one was like uh, maybe 11-7 or 11-8, and um, both games were very winnable. Had a four um, four two four one game with Russell. I know we've had some games that we were in, you know, that we felt like we should have won. Definitely lost uh, Park County 4-3. That was a tough one. You know, so uh, along with those and then some of the games that we've been rained out that we haven't been able to reschedule, we had Allen County in Florida. We had Monroe County. We feel pretty confident that those were a couple of games that we would have liked to have had. We should have won. Um, didn't get to play those. So, you know, a lot of should have, would have, could have, but, um, but not bad at this point. You know, we've kind of been on a little bit of a skid here of late where we've, we've dropped a few more than we like, but we had a nice win on um, last night that um, we um, needed a lot. It's kind of where we are. And that game was on senior night, so that's a good segue to start talking. Tell us a little bit about your seniors and the impact that they've had on your season thus far. Well, you know, um, Braxton Smith has, has had just an amazing kind of year, hitting over 500. Me and Seth were talking um, – last night or yesterday about you know all of his hits got 40 hits all of the hits that he's got that have been um, extra base hits have been really amazing brian corneason has done a has done a nice job behind the plate glad to have brian back out this year he sat out last year didn't play and missed it and 
Caleb Kellner. Caleb's been steady, you know, gave us some good innings on the mound. At times, been really hot at the plate. We hit him leadoff. I do think our team is a team that you know, I don't know that we have a true leadoff. We've kind of talked about that among the coaches. Uh, but um, but Caleb's done a nice job there. And um, good senior class, Carson Jesse, supplemental senior, hitting over 400. Had a big injury with rainwater back earlier in the year against Metcalf, sliding into third base. So that was a, that was pretty devastating there. You know, seniors have done a lot. Been been proud of them for sure. We've talked amongst ourselves with, with Braxton. It's just kind of unbelievable. We knew I helped Seth and I and Clay even also helped with the Little League when those kids were younger. And I think we knew that Braxton was good, but the pop, the the power has kind of come out of nowhere on us with him. Yeah, I mean, he's just uh, – ball's just jumping off his bat. I mean, I, it's untelling what the ball looks like to him, you know, maybe about like a beach ball but at this point. But he's just um, – you know, he may take a pitch early and kind of, you know, have that, um, you know, maybe I should have swung look on his face, but he rarely gets to that second strike. You know, he's ready to go, and he just – I've been really pleased with how he's stayed back and, and done a good job on the off-speed, honestly. He's hit a lot of off-speed pitches, um, and that was one of the things I thought that he needed to work on. And then, mo- you know, most impressive has been um, – seemed like it's been a few games since he's done this, but he's done a good job of – going to the uh, oppo side he's he's taking some swings they've played almost like a like a shift on him at times right fielders in right center and and he's he shot one down the right field line and you've been like wow so uh, yeah i mean it's been a you know it's been it's been awesome to watch a lot of confidence in him we just gotta kind of roll off of of him and what he's been doing and it's just contagious you know you just gotta you gotta look at it that way and you look at him, and he's having such a good season. You almost, if you don't look at it, you almost forget that Braden Coomer is having as good of a season. You know, he's got 38 hits to to Braxton's 40, and six home runs to go along with that. You've got you've got several guys that are hitting the ball really well, especially since you, that has to feel good knowing that you've taken some of the injuries that you've had to endure over the course of the season. Well. We have, you know, we have, we've had a lot of guys step up. I hadn't looked, I meant to look before we talked. I think we're at like um, maybe 20, 22, 23 home runs. And um, everybody, you know, last night we had, um, we kind of lived and died by the three run home run last night. Connor Loy had one and Braxton had one. And then Connor turns around in the JV game and hits another one. We've hit, I mean, almost maybe I, at, at both. At both JV and varsity level, I know everybody except for maybe one player has hit a home run this year. I mean, it's been nuts. I was going to ask you about that, Coach Gray. I want you to think about some of your past teams. Because I, I think I've said this even mid- midway. I said, statistically, you may disagree with me, but I said this probably even middle of the season. This is probably the best hitting team that you've had one through nine. I mean, Seth and I talked, you know, back earlier. I think it has to be. Like I said, you know, um, not as much of late you know, say midway through the season, it was, and I, I told the guys this, you know, I said, there's been a lot of teams that I've had that, you know, I had confidence in all the guys, but I didn't have confidence in them. I wouldn't have had them in the lineup, but you also knew kind of what you were going to get. And sometimes it was icing on the cake. If you, if you got a hit out of your, you know, maybe your seven, eight, nine, but there's been lots of times this year where I didn't really care who was up. I mean, I had, I knew something big was going to happen when, when any of the nine came up, I really did. Last time you were on, you mentioned that Bryce Russell might get some varsity at-bats, and, and he turned into an everyday starter and ended up being like the 
third leading hitter at some point as an eighth grader. So do you remember an eighth grader contributing like that since you've been around? He, he hadn't coached many, and I was one of them. And I'll tell you this, I don't know how many hits Bryce had, but just take away about almost all the hits. We can <laughs> assume been... that Clay is not the answer here. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> well, you know, there hadn't been a lot of guys. You know, I think I, I kind of I handle that cautiously as far as the guys that come up. I, I would definitely – would never pull up someone in the eighth grade that I didn't intend to play a lot and consider them a, a possible contributor on the varsity team. But um, but Clay was one of them. You know, we pulled G up, and G started for five years behind the plate. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's – and he, he just he's just not a typical eighth grader as he's, far as um, the way he's going to bat. Oh, man. I have him in youth, right, and uh, – I've played basketball with him before, and I always say, like, he's high school strong. Like, I know he's in eighth grade, but he's, like, strong for a high schooler. No, he definitely, you know, definitely. You see, we see a lot of kids, you know, a lot of teams that have maybe an eighth grader. I mean, I can – I know I know some right up the road that have, that have played and are playing on their varsity teams and having to contribute some, and it's just – I mean, there's it's no comparison, honestly. Um to, to what he does and how he swings it. Now he's, you know, we've had to have several conversations because um, he's had to battle through some adversity. Obviously, his injury has been tough on him, but there's been times this year when um, teams found out real quick that um, they didn't need to throw him a fastball. So when they started feeding him that steady diet of breaking balls, you know, he went he went through some ups and downs. And I told him it's it's not all going to be roses. You know, you're going to have to you're going to have to battle through some things and. You know, some guys, uh, Russell County, one night, the Luttrell kid just uh, just wore the inside corner out on him. And uh, I had to talk to him a lot about his body language because every time he would just pepper one on the inside corner, he would look down at me and just like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, you know, hey, you know, you can't give me that, you know, because you're just you've got to figure it out. So uh, so it's been tough at times. But uh, but, man, he was a. Uh, he was a nice one for sure, and, and going to be uh, going to be special. One more thing before we before we move on to some other things, but I heard you mention I can't go on without mentioning what you had said. Talked about G starting for five years behind the plate. It's a great thing he chose baseball, and not golf, isn't it? Hey, I tell you what, uh, he would uh, he'd probably go broke if he'd chose golf. <laughs> it's a great thing. I heard that. Of course, we mentioned last week that he shot over a hundred somewhere, and now he's—I think the last time he played, he shot one fifteen. So let's not. Uh, I thought. I thought when you uh, when your score went to three digits, you just you know you you kind of just decided it was time to give it up. Well, G just amps it up when it hits that point. Per sources, I don't know this personally, but that's just per sources. Yeah, and he may have got confused. He may have thought the higher the score, the better. You know, who knows? (laughs) We had about 20 guys today play the first ever nine-hole round at Indian Hills. Did you know about that? So we we just – we had one day off this week today. I don't know. We just felt like – I just felt like we needed a – some team building bonding and um we just said you know what we're um we're not really practicing today instead i said um wear cut off shirts which you know how i feel about that i said <laughs> wear your uh, wear your golf attire and um 
show up to the field after school. We're going, I'm going to feed you and we're going to play um, fungo golf. And um, Coach Zach made up a nine hole course and we did a, um, I guess you would call it a four man scramble. And we played, um, I brought the golf scoring cards and we played um, fungo golf and they had, um, they had a blast. That does sound like a lot of fun. So they were able to drive with the fungo and then, um, he, he staggered the bats down and, um, you know, I know you all can imagine this, but you'd be surprised, um, the kids that couldn't throw a ball up and hit it very well. That That's not as easy as it may sound to some. Coach Craig, I talked to you about district. Of course, you're playing Marion County. You split with them. You beat them pretty good one time and you lost to them. I think 5-2 was the last game and you faced Hudgens and, of course, anticipate you'll see Hudgens again. And he's a really good pitcher, but the fact that I think we've already seen him once, you have to at least like that part of it. Well, I think it definitely helps. I mean, if nothing else, you know, you kind of know, um, you know, the game plan. And I, I wouldn't suspect the game plan would change much because, um, you know, he really did a nice job against us when we saw him. But, um, but you know, we've got some things coming up that we're going to work on and um, definitely prepare. But I'm like you, I, I can't imagine – I can't imagine that we wouldn't see him for sure. But, um, you know, we did have a nice win against them um, the first time. But now in reality, that game should have been a little different. We uh, we won 19 to 10, but we gave them several runs in that game, honestly. Coach Quirk, I have to ask you about some of your players. Who do you think is the quietest person on the team? I would say that the, the quietest person on the team was probably uh, would probably be Braxton Smith. Okay, now – this last one, but who has the best hair? The best hair? I'd say Weston Burton may have the, the hair of the team for sure. He does but, have um, the flow back there. I got on Facebook and I saw this kid usually has really short hair, and I talked to his dad about his hair, and I was like, what's going on? And Connor Lloyd's new hairstyle. Hey, I've been trying to get him in the barber for at least a month. <laughs> I he, told somebody, he must, he's got that Troy Bolton High School musical look going on with the wavy hair. Yeah. You know, I've talked to him about that little red, white, and blue thing that spins around when they're cutting hair. You know, I've told him, I believe he needs directions. I've been on him about a haircut for a while. This kid hadn't been mentioned yet, but, you know, your son, Jake McQuarrie, is having an excellent year. Freshman year, struggled a little bit at times, but, man, this sophomore year, he's really hit the ball well. He has. He's um, he just, just has dipped below 400, been 400 most of um, – you know, a, a better part of the year, he's got um, right at 30, maybe a little over 30 hits. But he, he's definitely had a good season. Like I said, he feels a lot of the um, he feels a lot of the pressure. And we, you know, we just had to have a conversation just last night, honestly. And I, you know, I told him, I said, you know, you've you've more than pulled your weight. You know, you don't need to feel that pressure. You just need to go out and have fun because he, um, you know, it does put a lot on himself. And I know it's tough. Never been a coach's son, but. I know that it is tough at times, but you just can't, um, you know, you can't feel that. Like I said, it's, um, you know, he's he's done a good job and uh, and came through for us um, big in some spots. But um, you know, just gotta, especially with the injuries, you know, just always need more at, more out of him. And it's, I'm a tough guy to please, and um, probably even tougher when it comes to the fact that uh, he's my son. So uh, he understands that too. Coach Perry, before we let you go, I got one favor to ask of you. All right. You know, my high school career, I didn't feel like I was a great – I felt like I was a mediocre player. But there's one thing I do keep up with occasionally. I'll look at the KHA 
records and see if my name's still on there, and I am. So here's my favorite. If you ever coach a player who gets five hits in a game, take him out immediately. Don't ask uh, just say, I just I have to. Hey, I will I will I will do that and I will keep <laughs> you in mind. We'll keep you keep you in those books right there. Yeah, I'm like, sure you will. I, I need like, some hey, that, people's dreams. <laughs> yeah, I am. Was I that say, um was that prom day? It was. It was yeah. prom well, day. I know it was what I know it was Washington County, but I couldn't remember. I know it was a high score and a fair, you know, but I couldn't remember. Um, I was thinking it was prom day. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to see if you remember something else for prom day. Somebody on this podcast pitched for the first time and gave up a grand slam. Do you remember that? I do not remember that it was Seth Dunbar, but it may have been. It was. <laughs> One of Seth's favorite stories, actually. Yeah. Hey, we were uh, – we had to do. We did a similar thing this year. We went to North Harden and, um, you know, played and, uh, you know, didn't have the best of efforts that day. Very winnable game, but, um, you know, we had a lot of young guys in there that day. Yeah, I, I actually remember my eighth grade year, a senior trip against Marion County. I started third base. Coaches were running thin that day. <laughs> we were. We were running very thin. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Well, Coach, we'll, we won't keep you any longer. Good luck in the district tournament. And I told Coach Brown this, and I'll tell you the same thing. Hope we get to talk to you in a in a week or so or a couple of weeks and, and talk about uh, a district win, maybe a whole district tournament win. I think we're set up as good as, as any. We split the season. You said, you know, you said that first game we gave them a lot of runs. In the second game, we were right there. So, uh, it's it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think it's a very – a very winnable game. Like I said, we just got to, um, you know, got a few things we got to clean up and um, and fix. But um, but we're sure going to work at it. We'll be the guys will be ready. I can assure you that they'll be ready to go. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited about it. Hope everybody's able to make it out Friday at five o'clock. You say five o'clock Columbia time. Yes. All righty. So we'll see you at Camelsville at five o'clock on Friday. We appreciate you coming on, spend some time with us, and good luck in the district tournament, Coach. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach McQuarrie. Take care. See ya. Clay, Coach McQuarrie is always a lot of fun. Love talking to him. Love picking his brain because you talk about somebody that just lives and breathes the game of baseball. That is definitely Coach McQuarrie. Oh, he loves it. He loved it when we played for him, and he still loves it to this day. Yeah, and good luck to both Coach Brown and Coach McQuarrie as they move on into the district tournament, and I hope that – Everybody stays healthy and away from machete-wielding crazy men under bridges. All right, this segment is brought to you by Jeffries Hardware. Jeffries is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paints, Rental Center, they've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffries Hardware, the friendly hardware store. Clay, the only thing that we've got moving forward is the district tournament. We've only got one more episode after this one. Next week will be our last episode of the season. We might have a couple specials. We've got an episode where we need to draft for our alumni game, the Blake Martin alumni game. But other than that, next week's it for this season. It's it's kind of flown by. It goes by so fast. It's crazy. It's wild. This is something we thought we would be doing for a couple months, and now we're in. We're going to be starting the third season of it so it'll be our second football season and then everything else will be our third but man it's been an awesome ride but uh do want to make sure we announce again that july the 16th we are having our alumni game five o'clock 
Five o'clock, the alumni game. So make sure that you make an effort to be there July the 16th. That's a Saturday, five o'clock. Everything is going to some local animal shelters that is of the wishes of Blake's family. So looking forward to that. It's always a lot of fun. Well, Clay, we've talked to Coach Brown, Coach McQuarrie. Hope they have a great time at the district tournament. Hope they have a lot of success and a lot of good wishes uh, moving their way. So, we always want to hear from you. If you like the show, have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44Podcast. We're on Instagram under the same handle, Facebook, as well as the county line at adair-russell.com. And that's where you're going to go find out the latest on Adair County Sports. Go check them out at adair-russell.com. Well, Clay, for the last time for a little while, if you don't have anything else, remember, keep an eye out for the uh, Blake Martin alumni game stuff going to be drafting those teams sometime in june so keep an eye out for that should july the 16th is when that game is going to be so if you've got nothing else clay this has been the tribe 44 podcast don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening just to make sure you never miss any content and we will talk to y'all later let's go despite what you do who you are just stay true when you grind and go hard i'm a real go-getter put columbia on the map if you think i'm playing yeah, you think I'm playing? Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. Get your yard mowed today? Yeah, heck, it took me. It took me forever, man. I had to mow it twice. You don't make Jake Never do that? I wouldn't let him on my yard. Say I, I, was, I was gonna say, Clay. That's not the right question. <laughs> oh, if you if you no. saw if you saw right, Ryan's you, yard, I guarantee you he wouldn't let nobody else. I was say, let me guess. You're the type who takes like that stuff's really serious to you, isn't it? Hey, that's uh, that's my time right there, buddy. <laughs> well, we missed a golden opportunity for a Ryan Lemon type moment to ask Clay what the word germinate means. Yeah, Clay, <laughs> what's the word germinate? <laughs> uh, I'm guessing it has nothing to do with German. <laughs> 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 I coughed a couple times in the Keith recording. I couldn't help it. I was, I'll be honest with you, I was chewing on a piece of plastic and swallowed it <laughs> while we were talking. I got choked.